Excellent. It's 1.32 p.m. in San Francisco, and that means that we have the absolute honor and pleasure of talking to Ben from Bodega once again. Ben, how are you? I'm great. How's, uh, how's it going out over there and on the West Coast? Super, super well, happy, first of all, to be able to talk to you once again. Uh, today is a warm afternoon in San Francisco, which is kind of weird already because, you know, we're supposed to be in a really yeah. chilly weather. Where are you at this very moment, by the way? I am in Ridgewood, Queens, but about three blocks from Brooklyn. So excellent. Just working, uh, just working on some music. How's New York? How's uh, everything down there? Especially now after the pandemic, with with things reopening and stuff. How's life? I mean, it's pretty good. I uh, shows have been happening. Um, you know, some some go off better than others, but it seems like the city is readjusting pretty. Um, you know, I think next year we should be fully back at it. Hopefully, we'll see. Totally, dude. That's dope. I tell you, here in San Francisco, we're almost back to normal. I think. Uh, you Good. know, you know, we have a full capacity indoor gigs and everything, but people have to yeah. wear those masks and you know be respectful of each other. So I think we're yeah. doing okay. It's uh, San Francisco is doing fine. I think. Good. Good. Awesome. Dude, we're super stoked about the new single uh, called uh, Doers, which was released uh, on October 22nd, which was, what, like two weeks ago. What a great uh, song. Thank you. I'm excited about it, too. Totally. And, you know, we're also excited, of course, because this means that there will be a new album by Bodega coming in uh, 2022, and that makes us very, very happy. Yeah, it's coming out March 11th. It's called Broken Equipment on What's Your Rupture Records. Um, and people of San Francisco, we will be heading out there probably late spring, summertime. So hopefully see you then. That's excellent. How was the, the, the production process for this album, the recording process for this album? Uh, what, is this a product of, you know, of uh, writing indoors during the pandemic or how did this work for you all? Yeah, um, I mean, some of the songs we were working on really early 2020, like January 2020, so pre-pandemic, but huh. um, yeah, I mean, we did most of the work, obviously, during the pandemic. We went to the studio during the pandemic. I don't know, a, bit, a big talking point for us was we don't want to make a bummer bedroom record, even though a lot of it was tracked in our bedroom. We wanted to make basically a party record, totally. so... When we come back out there in the world, um, we have this high energy thing. So, I mean, I was lucky. I had um, a neighbor of mine, this guy named Bobby, who co-produced the record with me. Nice. He he was in my bubble, so he was coming over like every day. And, oh, sure. you know, it's, it's nice to work on something with somebody else. You know. Totally, totally. How different is it going to sound based uh, on these circumstances? Uh, I don't know, the inspiration of it, the style of it, the lyrics of it. How how different is it going to be? Um, it's not too different. It's just, uh, probably, you know, it's like, it's like a movie sequel in the sense that it's the same stuff but more amplified. Okay, cool. When we, when we toured the first record for like two years, we figured out what we're good at and what we're not good at. So totally. it's just like putting a highlighter towards what we're good at I, it's just extra i feel like there's a lot more of it too it's a lot denser record i think it'll take a little bit more time to appreciate not because it's uh super complex or anything it's just there's a lot of little subtleties to it that you know hopefully people dig into totally i'm gonna ask you a question i don't really ask that often because you know mm -hmm. it doesn't happen a lot with bands you released yeah. uh, endless scroll in 2018 
which is a mm -hmm. it's a great piece of rock and roll in my opinion one of the best uh, albums of the 2010s and then you follow that up with shiny new model which is also a great fucking piece of rock and roll do you feel uh, i mean like i said these are amazing albums do you feel any type of pressure to follow up uh, on those albums with this new one um yeah sure yeah yeah i mean definitely we want to You know, there's no point in making anything if you you're not constantly trying to top yourself and um yeah yeah i mean just to be honest yes we wanted to make a killer record uh, it was not so much pressure like i'm worried people won't like it i, I was worried i wouldn't like it you know totally yeah yeah <laughs> i think to make something really great it has to you have to make something that you would you can live with the rest of your life so Totally, totally. It's gonna be there forever and ever. Though. It's, not, it's never gonna go away, which is uh, yeah. Well, it's a we're great gonna thing. go away, and it'll still be there. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> totally, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, well the future of this of this album. Like I said, you guys released uh, Doers with a really really dope uh, music video. By the way, uh, <laughs> how many more singles are we expecting before the release of the album? How many more music videos are we expecting as well? Probably just two. I think we're gonna have three singles. Um, So there should be, uh, I think we haven't decided yet whether we're going to drop something at the end of this year or really early, like first week of January or something. So we'll see. But, yeah, you know, there'll be a few more tracks coming out too. And one, one thing I'd like to tell everybody um, is that we're doing this sort of old school style. So even though these singles are just being released digitally, they all come with a non-album B-side. Nice. So do Doers has this song, Top Hat, No Rabbit. That's on all the streaming sites and stuff like that. So we'll have released six songs, but three of them won't be on the album. But it doesn't mean they're bad. It just means, you know, they work better as pairings with these singles. Totally. It's crazy with those B-sides sometimes, no? Like, uh, you, you, you release them... And then with time, they get like, uh, I don't know, they, they become better or, you know, they, they I don't know. It's uh, something that happens with some bands sometimes. Well, familiarity breeds contempt. Exactly. So if, you're, if it's like a really classic band and their their songs get, you know, played out in bars and played too many times over the air or whatever, then you revisit them and you hear the, oh, my God, this sounds just like all the songs I love, but it's a different song, you know. Totally. So does this mean that there's a possibility of you guys doing like a V-Sides album in the future? Oh, I mean, I would love to do something like that. Very I mean, cool. we, we got to wait until we have, you know, 20 of them that are worthy of being on, on Wax. But yeah, totally. Exactly. Let's talk about uh, the music video for Doers. That shit looks, re that looks really, really fun. Like You guys had a lot of fun filming that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we did that with my friend Joe Wakeman, who um, me and Nikki used to play music with and is a film director. Um, yeah, we wanted to, we didn't want to show our faces because I think it's, you know, I wanted to think of this protagonist, the person singing doers or rapping doers rather, is not me, it's not Ben, it's a character. So totally. us, us wearing the mask, you know, we become these characters of the, we're, being forced to be constantly productive so much so that we turned into monsters kind of kind of vibe you know we were totally. thinking of the um, something like you know obviously it's not actually scary and we're like not 100 committed to the bit but it's something like 
our version of Slipknot or something like oh, that. There you, you know go. I mean? <laughs> it's an amazing music video, dude. Like honestly, I'm watching I'm, I'm watching it right at this very moment in our big screen here at the studio, and it's uh, oh, cool. it's really really cool stuff. And when we were off the air, we were talking about touring, and I was uh, telling you that I'm amazed by the 2002. 2022 European tour that you guys have booked already. It's it's, it's fucking amazing. It's incredible. Yeah, we're we, we're all gonna have to hit the gym to get in shape to uh, make it through the whole two months. But yeah, we're. I mean, every band I know said this. Oh, as soon as the pandemic's over, we'll never stay home again. It's nonstop shows, so we got to put our money where our mouth is. Exactly. Totally. You know what's happening here <laughs> in San Francisco? Like we throw a lot of shows ourselves, like uh, every every two weeks in. Venues all over the place. Eli's Mahi Club, the Knockout, uh, Great American Music Hall. We're like all over the place, but we're we're like realizing that some bands don't like like playing that late anymore. Like you know, no one wants to play at midnight anymore, and I think that's something <laughs> related uh, to the pandemic or something like that. Yeah, I think it would be the opposite. Cause, oh, yeah? I don't. I, you know, I would be sleeping in till you know sure. five, and then staying up until like six. You know, it's like totally. like what 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 does time mean anymore? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, and Europe is totally different than here. You know, like in Spain, like uh, parties start at two in the morning. You know, live shows start at two in the morning and they finish at eight in the morning next day. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Americans are—I don't know what, what it might be—the the doer in that's been instilled in us. You know, we, we're very regimented in our time in that way. Totally, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But you're doing the UK. You're doing uh, the Netherlands. You're doing France, uh, uh, Portugal, Spain. You're doing Barcelona. That's fucking cool. Uh, San Sebastian. You're doing Italy. It's just incredible. That so jealous. Yeah, I, I'm jealous of my future self. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good thing i'd say yeah excellent well uh ben so you guys are going to be coming to to the west coast uh at you know uh after this european tour and that's going to be yeah fucking amazing. we haven't locked in the dates in but we're you know it's definitely on the agenda so we'll be there totally we'll so. probably be there twice next year hope if things go work out well that's so. awesome and when that happens well you know you can come by to to psych radio and we can do some cool stuff together it'd be dope i'd love that Awesome, Ben. Thank you so much. Uh, what are the, what are the plans for the rest of your day in New York and Queens? Uh, I'm honestly just uh, working on a new song, so okay. uh, trying to trying to stay busy. Excellent. Well, I'm gonna play uh, "Doers" by Bodega to celebrate this interview, and I thank you once again for taking this call. And I will see you pretty pretty soon in San Francisco. I know that. Appreciate it. Thanks for the support. Thanks, brother. Take care, and uh, I'll see you when I see you. Take care. Yep. Right. Excellent. Uh, that was Ben from Bodega calling in all the way from Queens, New York. And yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm not lying. I'm not trying to, you know, to make uh, the band feel better. Those uh, two first albums by Bodega, the 2018 Endless Scroll and the 2019 Shiny New Model are, are li really, really cool pieces of rock and roll. So let's go now and play uh, Doers by Bodega. In Rockneto at Psych Radio San Francisco, we're going to be here all the way until 4 p.m. with the best and newest independent rock and roll there is at this very, very moment. This is Doers with Bodega in Rockneto at Psych until 4 